Hello, pretzels, and welcome back to the tripod. It's your boys, JC, Stick Z, and Mangria here, soon to be joined by the returning great Bretzky 99. But we shall see when he joins. We're going to go over the A show and next at the in long form here, kicking things off. It's fine Cameron Grimes versus JD McDonald's or Jamungus Dome. Uh, JD putting muscle on, uh, Grimes taking it to JD, especially with the kicks. Uh, Wade rubs it in Vic's face that Toxic A was not the one who attacked Roxanne last week. Uh, waiting for the apology, uh, Grimes in full control to start until JD snatched Grimes' legs like a crab claw, and then corkscrew splashes back in. That was pretty fucking cool. Uh, ankle lock as well. Joe Gacy rubbing one out on the balcony. Uh, you could see Grimes' mouth, what the fuck, when he noticed that Gacy was up there <laughs> going into commercial picture in picture. Uh, JD in control, working Grimes' leg. JD playing the smart man's game here, wrapping that leg around the ring post. Single leg crab. Uh, Grimes back in it. Flurry of strikes. And Tsurugi, a knee of face. JD shoves Grimes off an apron and gets his leg tied up in the rope. Fucking him up. JD with that ripcord belly to back drop for the win. Gacy is disappointed in Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cesar, your thoughts on the kickoff match to NXT? Well, as the news catchphrase goes, second week in a row, you missed it. Angrier. Excuse us, folks. We've been drinking. It's because I'm not drinking yet. We'll wait till 18. Why don't you drink from the beginning? Anyway, Jumongus you know, brought his big you ass <laughs> brought his big ass 50 pound head out there <clears throat> talking that trash fighting your boy Grimm. This was a good ass match. It was a great opening match. Uh Jumongus obviously more technical, breaking down Cameron's leg so he can't do a shitty cave in at the end of the match. You know what I'm saying? Boxing him up all around the ring. Cameron trying to trying to fight back, trying to get the power of the crowd, but you know, you know, the crowd noise is being blocked by that 50-pound head that Jamungus has, you know, slanging it all around the ring. That's why his suplexes be so great. Because, see, when he when he hits you with the ripcord and he brings you in for that suplex and he lifts up, he snaps that 50-pound head back, and then physics takes over. And, man, you actually flip 2.5 times faster than the normal strongman on that back by drop. I, look, I, had, to, I had to check the tape, all right? I had to call 18 Asians, three drunk niggas, and a crackhead. And we did the math. It is hey. 2.5. And Mangria, in, in post credits, run that star you see on the thing. The more you know, we need that right after Cesar. I'm, I'm just saying. It was 18 Asian. You know how hard it is to pull 18 Asians away from computer gaming to do some math on a on a cracker with a jamungus dome? You know, and the man I had to buy like I had to buy like 50 pounds of general sows, 38 egg rolls, crack for the crackhead. And the Hennessy for the three drunk niggas. Because ain't nobody smarter than three drunk niggas off some Hennessy. And no, I wasn't one of the drunk niggas. I was drinking and I was there, but I wasn't one of the smart drunk niggas doing the doing the math. Doing the math. All right, actually it's 2.387764 But I just rounded up to 2.5 to keep it simple because y'all my pretzels. Uh but yeah, good match. Hey Steiner, I need some uh proofreading over here. Yeah. Yo, yo, you think I didn't call that man? 
You think that it, he was on the Zoom, baby? When he was in the room. He was on the Zoom. He he looked over a couple times. He goes, "Y'all got it. Y'all got it. That's right. That's right." Uh, so shout out to Scott too. He's following along with his finger. Yeah, you. I, I swear he was. I swear that he. You know, he was in there like Agent Fourteen. He forgot to carry the three. Stop man. I had to walk away. It was great. So shout out to Scott, uh, my math captain, math elite captain of the world. Fact. Um, but overall, good ass match. You know, I got nothing to complain about. Uh Jumungus Dome needs to get his wins up, especially he's gonna be fighting uh, a boring ass cracker later. And um, you know, Cameron's on a new spiral. I guess, you know, we'll figure that shit out the way it, uh the way it pans out. Sticks, I hope uh Jumungus Dome grows out his uh hair like soccer mom AJ Styles. Maybe that'll you know that'll cover the, the size a little bit. But uh, what do you think of the <laughs> of NXT? Give him more weight. Uh, it was a good opener, um, and as we found out, he's become more surgical. So maybe he's going to come out in more of a surgical attire. We'll get the we'll get the hair bonnet, the the face mask, the the scrub. We'll get all that stuff, and and he'll start. Yeah, he'll he'll glove up. Shout out to the to the the doctor. Doctor. D. Yo, she'll be on Twitter saying that he stole from her. So nice little Twitter beef going on that, but. It was a good opening match. It was good to get uh, the the new JD on uh, on our screens, get some action, and uh, old old Grimey's kind of on a little bit of a losing streak. So uh, we'll see what'll help boost his record up after this. Well, if he aligns himself with Gacy, um, I don't think Cesar is ever going to see him again. He's going he's going to hit that fast forward button or skip skip ten second, fifteen second ahead button. That's fucking oh. DVR. Uh, there were. Promos throughout the night, uh, the women uh, talking about the Battle Royal. I'm not going to go over those specifically, but you get the idea. Uh, Cora Jade out in black. Young Paige healing it up. Looking hot. Uh, crowd letting her have it. Uh, she's bitter that the fans love Roxanne. Hates that Roxanne challenged Mandy. Says tag title doesn't mean anything anymore and pulls a Medusa and drops the title in the garbage to disrespect. Even Wade was disgusted. Uh, Zion Quinn interviewed about interfering in Apollo's match. He's happy about their match for next week. Shouldn't this fuck be in Judgment Day already? Uh, Sticks, what'd you think? Cora Jade healing it up, and then Zion Quinn desperately trying to get our attention. Uh, Cora Jade out looking like a dime piece. Got a little bit of an edge to her now, so... uh... We'll see how that goes. Does the like you said, pull the Medusa said there's no need, there's no need for her to have this tile anymore. So maybe we're they're gonna old Roxy and and the infamous vacant are tag team champions now. So we'll have to see what goes forward with that. And yeah, Zion Quinn. Yeah, this guy's guy's just hanging around, just hanging around, just hanging around. Get that got his. Got a smoke show of a girlfriend that's thought it up on, on Instagram. Uh, just there, man. He's just there. But, hey, Sticks 316, you got your TV time, man. So Got that check. Uh, see, ah. I don't care how thoughten it up Cora Jade is getting. That bitch still don't got no ass. But uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Cora Jade's heel promo and then Zion Quinn oosing it up, well, attempting to oose it up? What would you think? I mean, you know, we, we know she ain't got no ass. 
All right. But I mean, what's the what's the number three rule of the tripod? When a woman goes heel, she's been a face for so long. Um, all in black. They, they come out all in black and they look three times hotter, baby. <laughs> I mean, Jordan brought that thought ass out there looking like she need to be a toxic gang. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She came out there thotting it up. Talking about, yeah, y'all, y'all fucking changed on me. You know, nobody care, bitch. They don't care about you. They don't care about the skateboard. They care about you thotting it up now. Yeah, yeah, y'all thought was gone. He got one more thought out there for you. He got one more for the streets. Yo, old Cora Jade. But yeah, she go, she gonna throw it in the trash can. Even Alexa Blaze gave her some uh Gave her some a shout out and gave her a couple claps on the old Twitter, Twitter machine for the bit. So it was great. I don't mind it. I think they need more heels. I think all these bitches is like faces or something. Besides Toxic A and Lash Legend. Uh, so yeah, get some more heels out there, you know, slap these hoes. Um, I was fine with it. And then, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck Zion Lee does. I really don't know. I don't even know what they see in him to try to call him up so soon. But yeah, he, he, uh, Showed up in a hoodie and punched Apollo and ruined his match against a uh, old thick neck strong cracker. So uh, yeah, I mean, got a hot girlfriend, so he's got something. You know, he's the next carry across, I guess. You know, boring matches and a hot girlfriend. I don't even care enough about the people that Caesar's names he messed up, so I'm not even gonna bother correcting him. Up next, in oh sticks, yeah, I got your opinion, right, sticks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Indy Hartwell. Oh, Indy Hartwell, yeah. Roddy Strong versus Damon Kemp. Uh, Wade and Vic bicker about Roddy and Damon's tag loss against the Creeds. Roddy slingshots ring rope into Damon's junk or Taliwaka, the line of the episode, Cesar. <laughs> According that, that wasn't the line for me. Giving Roddy control in this match. I'd never seen that before, by the way. Uh, Wade calls Julius Creed an arrogant monster. Uh, Damon hits the Johnny Spear from the apron to Roddy. Tony D attacking the Creeds with the family. While Damon was distracted during this attack, Roddy hits a knee to Damon's face for the win, and then he rushes out, pretending to care. Uh, Cesar, your thoughts on Roddy versus Damon? It was a pretty solid match from young guy, Damien. Uh, he was getting it in. Uh, yeah, right in the tally walker was up there for me, but that that fucker Wade said some other shit later in the show that had me crying. I had to rewind and go back and watch again. Shit was so fucking funny. <coughs> um, but no, I thought it was a good match. And of course, Roddy. Roddy waits. Roddy waits. So, like, Damon's like, yeah, we're going to leave. Roddy's like, pow, knee. Damn, come on, bitch. Hurry up. So you hit a cracker with a finisher, hit him, and then you run out the ring because you know you know the match is always first. Match is first. You always finish the match, win the match first, then you go uh, in Roddy's mind. But then yelling at that cracker to hurry up. Oh my gosh, shit was great. Uh, Roddy, Roddy's doing just the Lord's work. He was all work. fucking stumbling out of the ring, David. Yeah, <laughs> Roddy's doing the Lord's work. Uh, I I don't know how, if he still wants to leave because he's very appreciated on TV. Every time I see him, he's always doing. Shit. Sticks, Roddy versus Damon. Uh, solid match. It was good on Damon. He got some offense in. He got some ring time with Roddy. So to be able to get ring time with a really solid wrestler and a guy who who had who can go for days. Hopefully, he picked up a few things. 
And like like Cesar just said, the ending, so good. I mean, he in NXT, records count. So Roddy made sure he got that dub. And then made sure then ran in the back and check on the rest of the boys while Damon Damon Kemp looking like like Mangria after a AEW freaking pay review <laughs> comes strolling out of the out of the room trying to get back there. But a solid match, good match. Mixing Rose and MD. I'll never do that again. Uh, <laughs> I apologize, Tank Chris. Uh, Wade says Brokeback Mountain is his favorite movie, as Pretty Deadly is out. Uh, it's the NXT UK Tag Team Championships up for grabs. BJ defending champions versus Pretty Deadly. I'm waiting Just for you, Cesar. You're gonna you're gonna step all over my words. I'm waiting for you to step and say it. I'm not saying anything. Wade says BJ are the worst uh, representation for the UK tag titles. They smell like stale beer and bonfires, <laughs> Wade says. BJ was riding high. Was that the line? No? That was okay. It was how he said the Brokeback Mountain line. And oh, he kind of like skipped okay. over the first part. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it when it's my turn. I got you. My bad. Uh, BJ was riding high until Prince accidentally whipped out of the ring and collides with Fallon heading into com- no no commercial picture-in-picture. Picture. Pretty deadly in control now. Fallon is okay on the outside. She's holding her shoulder. I like how Wade is just calling them PD now. I'll do the same. Give my fat fingers a shortcut. Uh, Prince attempting some lie, cheating, and stealing, but Fallon takes the tag title away from Wilson and BJ take him out to retain. Are you crying? Vic asked Wade. Uh, <laughs> uh, sticks. Go for it. What'd you think? The NXT UK Tag Team Championships were on the line. This was a really good match, and you knew it was going to be as soon as PD came out with their outfits on. Those guys, yes, boy, you hit out of the park with that. The both teams have been together, so they they can go really well. They, they uh, the teams meshed really well. You can tell that they've wrestled against each other. The ending was really good. I liked the ending. I like how the Fallon was able to to stop them from using the belt. And I know Wade at the end was talking about, oh, the illegal man was in the ring with, to help do that move. That, that's just like, come on, Wade. Come on. Vic's even like, so? What are you going to do about it? There ain't nothing wrong with that. So, all in all, really good UK tag team championship match. And I was, I was sports entertained with it. All right, Cesar, drop that line and give us your thoughts on the match. So when they came out, they made their entrance. Wade immediately was like, yes, boy. Mm, pretty deadly looking hotter than my than the two guys in my favorite movie of all time, Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger, Brokeback Mountain. And I was like, did this nigga just say Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, they look better than them two in a gay cowboy movie? So basically, Wade says he's horny for gay cowboys on live, live TV, live on stage. The way he dropped it was a masterpiece because he didn't stutter through the words of nothing. He said, just yelled yes, boy, and said they look better than the two main guys in his favorite movie, Brokeback Mountain, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Heath Ledger. And that shit had me roll. I had to make sure he said it. That shit had me 
rolling. I was like, all right, Wade's got a hard on for gay cowboys sitting next to Vic right now. They got there looking at that British sausage getting strong in Wade's pants right now. Just, just you know, lean, mean British sausage. But yeah, match was great. Uh, yeah, I didn't I ain't think old, uh, old BJ had it in him to put on a, a good old classic like this, but it was pretty good classic. I mean, even the match where they won the tag titles was pretty good. So they're coming along great. Uh, yeah, they got their they got their broad Fallon out there, you know, that can help them help them do cheat shit when cheat shit happens to them. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, but no, I thought this was a good match, and uh, you didn't need to give the belts to Pretty Deadly because they're not going to go back to NXT UK. They need to stay on NXT America and get as much uh, TV time and matches as they can. Um, but no, this was a great match. Wasn't mad at. So do you think Duke blows Wade during the matches or during the commercial breaks? Breaks. <laughs> Vic is just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, it's during the breaks. That's why we don't hear Vic. It's just like, guys, look, 30 seconds back to air. 30 seconds back to air. Come on, wrap it up. Oi. And. Oh, oh, yeah. you, think, you think Wade says ooka when he crumbs on a bitch? He's like, ready? Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, well, gentlemen, I, Cesar called it from uh, weeks, weeks ago. I didn't believe it. I didn't want it to be true. I didn't. I told you. But it's you think true. I could see this shit coming? It's true. Uh, Gacy and the doodad promo. Uh, yeah, the the hoods came down. It was the GYV repackaged, no facial hair, cane contact. I mean, that's okay. Gacy needed somewhere else to go, I guess. And the GYV, they weren't winning any gold. Okay, fine. Let's see what this is. Let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. Let's give it a chance. I mean, stranger things have happened, folks. Let's see, they, they changed him from the GYV, like, over in British, to, like, just, like, entertaining. If they had kept him the same GYV, like, when they came in, when they were, like, when they almost won the uh, Tag Team Dusty Cup, there would have been nothing wrong with those guys. Nothing wrong with those guys. They weren't, like, super funny entertaining. They were whoop your ass in the ring because they were the GYV. Well, Sticks, I, I didn't think they could get any whiter, but they got whiter. They've been in those rooms. Uh, what did you... <laughs> no sun for the past three no months. Sun, man, they got to wear them shits out of the arena, man. Them, them motherfuckers was in there sweating. And they wrestle in them. And they wrestled in them. Did they wrestle naked in the rooms because they're so hot? Uh... Or at least just some draws on I'm pretty sure Duke would appreciate it. Uh, Sticks, yeah, yeah, Sticks what did you think of the, the the gimmick change, man? I can't. This is huge, especially for the tripod. We love the grizzled young vets. Soon to be recognized. I don't know, man. What do you think? I'm gonna wait to hold my opinion on it till we see what happens, and especially with the news that happened over, you know, on Friday. Let's see what's direction. We're going to get 2.0. Let's see where a lot of these guys, especially G, now what, Dyad? Are they still called the Dyad? Are they even called the Schism now? 
see where this all goes, and then we'll be able, we'll see how bad it goes, and then we can start to on it. But as of right now, if it goes as planned, man, for I mean, I'd have a problem with just the fucking contacts, man. Come on, just just get that off. That just I mean, come on, you don't need to do all that stuff. You change it. They shave their facial hair, all that stuff. That's fine. Don't you throw that little extra punch in the punch in the nads with the contact. So, but let's just wait and see and hold out hope that maybe something good will come out of it. No, this that is correct. being said, gentlemen, please welcome the returning Great Bretsky ninety nine. Hey. Young Bretsky, how have you been, my friend? It's been a while. It's been a minute. Well, I come on here, and the first thing I see is a gravy ash juice limited edition hey. T-shirt. So you know, this is a one of one, bitch, and one of one. <laughs> we'll put this shit in a frame. It's a one of one. Yeah, there's an entrance to the man cave. It's the the banner is the gravy ash yeah. juice T-shirt. I'm gonna do this like a Warren Sapp had Brett Favre. I'm gonna put it over my welcome mat. Put the gravy <laughs> ash juice T-shirt over. Make sure you wipe them feet, nigga. Wipe it on that T-shirt. I wash it every week. Extra boots. <laughs> Yeah, it's the gravy aspect of the uh, of the name. Um, no, I've been pretty good. Um, you know, just watching NXT, regretting watching another program um, unnamed, and uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, Don't really know what else to say. You've hopped in right when we're talking about the reveal of Gacy's druids are our beloved. GYV now fucking milky white mannequins with no facial hair. Uh, what do you think of this gimmick change? Are you optimistic? Are do you care about Gacy and what, what he's gonna do with this? Well, what do you think? Well, first, I would like to say, um, Grimes versus Jordan Devlin was fucking awesome. Cora Jade cut a fucking awesome promo. Um, that's a start off the show. I like this because I mean, I am a Gacy fan. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does with it. I think it was kind of obvious that it was going to be the grizzled young vets. Um, but I like it because basically it just like they're, they're acknowledging that they were the grizzled young vets because they left and like they, before they left, like, Oh, this is the last you'll see of, you know, James Drake and whatever the fuck Kyle Gibson, whatever the hell his first name was. Um, and so now that they're like this, I mean, it makes sense with the Gacy character of like clean shaven, you know, very much chinfluence esque, you know, fucking, you know, changing the personalities, making them clean and shit, like changing the names. It makes sense. It fits the character. It fits the Gacy thing. And fits the GYV story because for months they were like, yeah, we're lost. We need to find our new identity. We need to, you know, you know, come up with something to get us back on the winning path. And, it, you know, it fits with the character. Obviously, you see what Gacy doing now with Cameron Grimes later on in the show, um, trying to recruit those who were kind of lost, you know, you know, you know, fitting in with that kind of aspect of the gimmick. So, I mean, I'm not exactly a fan of, like, the contacts. I think I came in as, you know, Sticks was talking about that. I'm not a fan of the contacts, and that was, like, a little overkill. Uh, like, maybe you can have them come out like a WrestleMania-type entrance, like a TakeOver entrance with contacts in and look cool and spooky or whatever. But otherwise, I mean, I'm fine with this. I mean, there's still the grizzly young vets that can still go in the fucking ring when it matters, when it counts. And, I mean, I think just Joe Gacy, they have a lot of stock in him, and there's a lot of, you know, power that supports Joe Gacy, so they're going to get on TV. If this is how they get on TV, I'm cool with it. Uh, 
Gacy's actually going to toss them off the balcony. That's their entrance. That's how they get into the ring. <laughs> no, um, up next, Wesley interviewed. He's not done with Trick, but he going after Grayson Waller next week. Don uh, Breaker out. Uh, he respects Grimes for stepping up to him, but he's going to kill JD. Uh, JD interrupts on Tron with a mannequin behind him. He's getting creepy with the mannequin. Uh, Braun screams about balls. Screams some more. Yep, that's the next feud for the title. The street man interviewed while he walking the streets to SmackDown and fucking White Collie attacks his ass. Uh, Bretzky. Thoughts on Wesley, his current state. Thoughts on Braun Breaker and the JD interruption. And then the street man feuding with White Collie. Well, I'm glad that they kept Wesley around when they fired, uh, you know, Nash Carter. They could have very easily fired both of them and just said, well, if you go on your way to AEW Dark and AEW Rampage every now and then um, and go fight Sting. But, um, you know, I hate to made on the main show. You forget they're ex-WWE guys. So they probably would have won the titles in two months. No, they would have debuted on Dynamite, beat Swerve and... Keith oh, Lee. I forgot one of them's black. Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> and then they go to fucking yeah. Um, and then they would have gone to ROH and never been heard from again. Um, and and yes, full circle. circle back to ROH. <laughs> walked out. <laughs> oh man, but uh, no, I don't really care. I mean, I was never really invested in Wesley. I'm just like happy that like, it's like, it makes sense the gimmick that they've given him of like trying to find myself. I really expect him to be with Casey, honestly, at some point. Um, because that just fits, but I mean, I don't know. I like that they're like integrating feuds. I think that's something NXT has done well in any iteration of where like they combine different feuds and and storylines of how you know you have his you know Wesley's upset with Grayson Grayson Walla, and you have he's upset with Trick Williams, and he's also trying to find himself. So it's like, all right, roadblocks this week, next week's gonna be Grayson, week after that, gonna be Trick, and then I'm gonna go back to my business. So I do like that. Um, but you know, I'm just excited to see Grayson Waller because I mean, Grayson Waller is the, just the man. Um, what it's, was the, been, the next it, thing? It's been a couple months, Bretzky. Are you on the Braun breaker train? Are you a fan of him still or never have been? Cause we, we, we're not that we fucking hate him. <laughs> well, what do you think of fucking Braun breaker and his new feud with Jumongous Dome? Dude, it's going to be a great match, and I love the JD character just being a fucking serial killer, basically. <laughs> He's just like, he really is, like, he just, the way that he was talking and, like, acting was just basically like a serial killer who can wrestle. Like Dexter. And it's hilarious. He's from Jack H the Ripper. From HBO, Dexter. <laughs> yeah, he's Jack the Ripper. That's all he is. Yeah. He's, it's, and Braun Breaker's a prostitute, because, I mean, that's who Jack the Ripper killed. But, uh... But no, I mean, I like the promo from Breaker. I think I understand why people are kind of getting stale on him, but I like him. He clearly has the upside. He's young. He's has a great look. He can go in the ring. You know, he, he has years to kind of polish, and that's why he's good, great for NXT because he needs that polish. Um, but again, it's, it's kind of when you went to a problem, it's like when Big Show would win, like, the IC title or something like that. It's like, that doesn't really, or like when Braun Strowman won the IC title, it's like, that doesn't really fit. You know, it doesn't really, you know, you got to be either the world title picture or like a really high profile feud. And like Braun Breaker's a guy with, with that look and like the intensity. Like if you told me that he was going to be in like the second match of the night, I just wouldn't buy it. 
So I, you know, it may, he has to kind of be thrown into the deep end the entire time. I think he's going to be really well suited in a match with a guy like JD McDonough, um, which is one of the few name changes I actually think was a really good one. JD McDonough is a just a classic Irish name. Um, but no, I, I don't mind. I think the, the you know, if you don't have the balls, grab them off the mannequin line was really good. But uh, no, I don't, I don't mind Braun Breaker. I still like him because they see what I see what they see in him. And he clearly has like star power and star potential. I think he's just been because it's on TV every week. It's just, you know, dimin- the law of diminishing marginal utility. Like it just gets kind of stale and stale. Like if you were to get injured for like five months and then come back, I think that we'd all be high on him again. I agree. Braun Breaker is going to be an excellent multiple-time United States champion. And then after this, uh, the street man was jumped by White Kali. Do you care about White Kali? I'm really curious to know. I do. I just don't know what they do with him. Like, again, that's another guy that, like, I like, all the reports from backstage, at least, at least when Vince was in charge, because, again, now we don't know what's going to happen. Why? What happened? <laughs> Like now we don't know what the fuck's going on. If if Trips is really fully, you know, if he's going to be fully back in charge of NXT, you know, you know, if it's going to be his guys versus Vince's guys, we don't know. Like I think I saw, you know, we're not going to know really what the new regime, what the Stephanie and Triple H and possibly Heyman and Nick Khan thing is going to be until probably like closer to the Royal Rumble, maybe even after WrestleMania, because that's how long it'll take to kind of get the new shit going. I know that under the Vince, you know, Bruce Pritchard program, he was really seen as really like high prospect and like high potential. Again, he has the look, has the size, he has the size, all that. And I do like him. I think he's gotten a lot better since teaming with Kyle O'Reilly for no fucking reason. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, I, just, I just think that they need to like find some. I like when he was with Suitman Stone. Like they need to find something like a manager for him because he has that fucking Jack Swagger voice. So they they just need to find like a manager or maybe make him like the heavy of a faction or something. I, I think again, that's another guy that in like maybe five years time will be like, oh, I see where I can like they finally figured out what to do with him. But I think he does need like again, perfect for NXT is a guy that can develop and has a lot of that upside. He's got a Jack Swagger voice and a Rocky Dennis face. Uh, Rock hard Jake Hager, of course. Cesar, Wesley, and Waller are going to feud. Your thoughts on that? Plus Braun. I I don't know if you even watched it. Uh, And then the street man jumped. Yes, I watched the Braun segment. But Wade kept me around. Otherwise, I would have fast-forwarded. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Wesley. Wesley's always got something new every week. I think that's how they're trying to like keep him fresh, so it's not like the same old thing. Um, yeah, he's always trying to find himself. Then Zion Lee got in there, and he mixed it up. They had a little feud. He got a dub over Zion. Zion's like it ain't over. But then Zion's fighting Apollo. He's on his uh equalizer shit. And then Wesley's like, all right, all right, trick bitch. We gonna fight at Great American Bash. Trick cheats. So of course he wants his win back. Yeah, I'm a fuck with trick. Then, you know, Grace and Walla, who just fucks with everybody. Uh, so it's more of like keeping Walla, I think, fresh too, because Walla just fucks with everybody. So everybody wants to beat his ass. Um, even Wade. Even Wade. Like, I can't wait. Can't wait for <laughs> Wesley to whoop Grace and Walla's ass next week. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Oi. But it's hard. 
so keep going, dude. Uh, yeah, keep going, Dookie. Uh, so I'm I'm fine with that because yeah, he's he not stale yet, but he's like not in like a main feud thing, but he's kind of just there and he's still having good matches. So and he's probably really trying to find himself as a singles wrestler, a tag team wrestler, because you know with the way that moves, your conditioning is different. Like you're going high offense a lot and then tagging out resting, then get back in high offense at the end versus like you got to stretch this shit out now. So you don't want to, you know, burn yourself out in the ring. Totally fine with it. Yeah, I'm with Wade on Braun. Jamunga's Dome had the first match of the night. So why an hour later would he still be in the arena? In theory, if everybody leaves after their match, like Cameron Grimes left right after his match, he's like, you seen J.D.? You seen JD? It is 8.45. He was wrestling. <laughs> fuck it. He was done with his match at 8.20. Man's had a whole shower, was in a new suit, ate some chicken in the back, probably stuck uh, probably stuck his dick in Wendy Chew's mouth when she was asleep. And then, you know, he was like, he could have been like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's Florida, and it's 8.45. I'm pretty sure there's uh, three cocaine white women at a bar right now. I'm going to find me some strange and headbutt a bitch. I mean, I mean, why would he still be there an hour later? I wouldn't be there now. I got some crazy buffed up cracker with a half-torn shorter chasing after me. You think I'm going to just stick around to get my ass kicked? No, it's not what I would do. But anyway, yeah, cracker's up there with a mannequin talking his talk. But, I mean, Braun just does the same thing. Yeah, the matches are fine and the matches are good, but his promo is just the same all the time. Somebody's talking, saying what they're going to do. Uh, you know, they're going to beat you, Braun, and whatever. He's like, you ain't going to beat me. I'm Braun Brickle. I'm the Braun. I always win. Balls. Balls. Get that shit off the mannequin. I'll cut you off. Yeah, that, like the way J.D. cut his promo, yeah, it was really good. And then Braun's just like, I don't think you're hearing me. I'm the Braun Brickle. I was going to win, and I was going to keep winning. Balls. I'm shit. I'm strong. Get my onesie, bitch. I'll fight you right now. I'll fight you right now. I'll fight you next week. You ain't fighting next week. Y'all stretching that shit out to something. It's going to be a takeover. Speaking of stretching things out, Cesar, the street man and white collie, the feud continues. This time, it was when our boy, the street man, was headed to SmackDown. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he left SmackDown. Maybe there was some family there. He said he was meeting family and friends. I don't know. You know, he's he's in the street. Chilling, but yeah, I'm, I don't see it. I don't see it with White Kali. To me, I don't see him as a single superstar. Like, yeah, he's he, he's always talking, but he has Superman Stone, so he should just shut the fuck up and let Superman Stone talk. Uh, yeah, yeah why well, wasn't Superman Stone with him? Like in the like, like if it was Diamond Mine back when Stokely Hathaway, <laughs> yeah, Stokely, <laughs> was Stokely would have been there. Oh no, he remember Superman there. Stone was buying a suit. That's true. He was buying a suit with the hooker. He was out of the men's warehouse. Yeah, it was not at a men's warehouse. Wait no, a minute. No, no, no. Maxine Dupree, Cesar. Yeah. Get it right. No, get it right. Get it right. Maxine get it right. Dupree. Yeah, first of all, this ain't, this ain't no main <laughs> roster shit. Uh, so when she is there, she's the hooker. She's they need now, a new hooker now. They need a new yeah, hooker. So, um, I, 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 yes. Because, like, the, the thing I don't get is he, he throws people into, like, the first row of the crowd and they're injured for like three weeks. And then those same people get him in the ring and have like a seven minute match. So I I, I don't, how, how can you just throw a cracker and then he's dead for five weeks and then he comes back and has a seven minute match with you? 
Like he should be doing something else. Like I don't know. Like do some shit where he's slamming, you know, the stairs on a cracker's arm. Like make me believe he's fucking people up. Just throwing the cracker into the front row of the fans ain't doing it for me to put a nigga on the shelf for five weeks. You know, I want to see you break some shit. Like when he was fucking up BJ's hand. Or well, the J- I don't know which cracker's which. The the other cracker, the beat off cracker. Jensen. Uh, the way he broke his hand, yeah, that makes me think that cracker's hand is broke. Yeah, fuck him up. Be dangerous. You crazy. Wet Kotley. But other than that, this nigga born. Born like Brom Breaker promo to me. I think Snap. the problem with both of them is that they're so young and like new, they might have fallen into like a false sense of security kind of thing. Where it's like whoever's in the back, it's ready for white collie is like, oh, well, that's, that's working. So just keep doing it. Or like Braun got, is still, I mean, he's still over. I mean, you hear the crowd every time it comes out, you're doing Ooh, you know, all that stuff. He's been probably in his mind. He's like, what, like 23, whatever the hell it was like, oh, well, they like this kind of promo. I'll just do the same thing. But I think again, being an NXT and like having that time to develop because you do that shit on raw every week. Nah, uh-uh, that ain't flying. Would not fly over on raw. On NXT, you're able to be like, you know what? You know, growing pains kind of thing. Well, Sticks, um, I know you're familiar with old Wesley from the Rascals. Uh, do you have confidence <laughs> in this young man to become a single star? Oh, yeah. I think he can be a, a, a good a, a good single star. He won't be like an NXT champion, like, a main, like the main event champion. But he can be like North American he makes it up to the main roster he can make he can have a good united states intercontinental champion run but uh i mean the, the match he'll have against grayson Walla next week will be really good and uh we had jd and his his sex doll talking anatomy with uh ron and Braun still Braun still rushes in on a lot of stuff like that like you know cameron and a lot of people said like he he is he lets his anger get it get ahead of him when he just needs to be more focused and even keel in JD. Tranquilo. 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 Like we saw that's like, hey, 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 Tranquilo. Oh, by the way, it's National Tequila Day. So drink oh, some. Yo, yeah, shout out to The Rock. I had to throw an audible. My blood sugar is getting low, so I started drinking early, folks. So it's... Yeah, sure. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna get a bit slurry. I don't yeah, know why yeah, you sure. Yeah, yeah, let's let's live look Mangria. Oh no, my blood sugar is low. I should help that. I <laughs> know alcohol. God, I hope I finish the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 won't. It's not going to be any of our faults this time. It's be your fault. <laughs> uh, sticks, sticks. Go ahead and finish your thoughts, please. And uh, White Kali at his uh, male model tryout that he obviously probably didn't get in get a role for saw Solo Sokola walking. To the arena or from the arena, as soon as the uh, as soon as the person stopped to interview him and said Von Wagner's name, next thing you know, he's right in your TV screen. So uh, it's interesting that both of them were there on a Fridays. You know, now you can kind of see maybe you can piece together why Von Wagner was there since you know we saw Maxine Dupree there. So maybe he was maybe he was having a a male model tryout. Obviously, he probably isn't going to get accepted. Hopefully, he isn't going to. But if I he does, that would be so funny. No, that would be so funny if he got accepted. It'll be interesting to see how they what how they change his name. So that'll be the, the only fucking shirt. If that Cro Magnum ca- fucking caveman fucking 
They need to put, uh, what was that guy? Slapjack's mask on his fucking face. Then he can enter the maximum male models as the fucking bouncer or something. This shirt, I mean, big ups to, to Max Dupree already because he's been ousted. This is in loving truth. No, there's a new report. They might be back. I really hope so because that. Because now the Vince is gone. They, apparently, the best thing I read is that like, apparently these does still have a lot of support backstage because they love because he's the best. And so they're like, yeah, no, don't like assume you're done. Like the window is still potentially open. Like they're still going to they're still going to keep him around. Diving down the Twitter rabbit hole, there were rumors that he might re-debut as L.A. Knight. That'd be the best. Can you do like a three faces of Foley where he's Eli Drake, L.A. Knight, and Max Dupree? Oh, like at a rumble? That would be great. And it only Max. And if Sophia's out there, like if one of the guys are in the ring. Only Max says what's up to her. Hey, sis, what up, baby? All right, let me get the ring. <laughs> like LA Knight and uh and the Eli Drake just hate her. They just yes. They hang out with fucking Elias and fucking Ezekiel. Oh, and LA, LA Knight tries to pimp to her <laughs> and talk to her, <laughs> and then he comes out as Max later. And Max hey. is like, Who's that other guy trying to talk to you? Caesar, uh big ups to L. Hey, hey, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a stallion peak, and a stallion peak. Uh, of course, stallion peak. Um, where Yo, where's you? Butch? <laughs> uh, sticks, were you, were, were you finished? Yeah, okay. yeah, we're good. Sorry for stepping all over that. Uh, the Diamond Mine interviewed about the attack, they're all fired up. Julia seemed more like the leader here. Tony D and the family gonna get the asses whooped. Uh, Axiom, very weird entrance, looking like one of the forgotten generations of the Power Rangers. Uh, he is facing Dante Chen in his debut. Did you know Dante Chen was from Singapore? Uh, Wade what? Is know. the apron also the hardest part of the ring? That's what I heard. I heard that's hard. Uh, Wade wants to know the solution of the Cleveland Browns winning the Super Bowl, because that's mission impossible. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. Uh, Axiom did a Pele kick and landed on his own neck on the way down. That was fucking painful. Uh, Axiom wins with the jump kick. Uh, somebody is dead set on someone having a superhero gimmick in WWE because we keep seeing it, Sticks. Uh, what did you think of the Diamond Mines interview and then the debut of AK? I mean, Axiom? Uh, you can still see that there's some rip- ripples in my mind. So it'll just be a matter of time before we find before they out Roddy and it's just a matter of if Damon's gonna stay with them or maybe they have Damon go with them. But this might be the springboard for that to happen if we get that eight-man tag and uh, Axiom, yeah, like you said, it was the uh it was the uh power ranger that got left on the cutting floor for the uh for the guy, but in ring work. I mean, Cesar knows it. I, I've seen him over when he was a kid over in in UK. The guy can go. Oh, so that's a kid. Nah, <laughs> ain't so, no way. Ain't no fucking so, way. It'll his he can go in the ring. So it'll just be a matter of if he can get the gig over. So it'll be interesting to see where we go forward with him. But he looked good in the ring, so good on him. Caesar the Diamond Mine continuing to implode and Axiom debuts. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be Julius versus Roddy, so you already see where that's going to go down. I guess we'll need to see if Ivy sticks around or not with all that boy. See if she sticks around with that new bitch she fucking with. 
Um, yeah, I, for some reason, I can't remember what happened in this match. I thought I was on TikTok or something. I just can't remember. Maybe I was just drunk. But I remember <laughs> seeing a crack in a cape. Yeah, I remember seeing a crack in a cape, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's Axiom. And then and he won. That, that's, that's it. That's all I got. All righty. I'm probably Congrats. gonna say he was good because it's because it's you know eight and he's usually good. So I'm gonna say he was it was probably a really good match. Well, Bretsky, the the diamond mine. Here we go. Julia stepping up to the plate, perhaps as the new leader, followed by the debut of Go Go Axiom Ranger. <laughs> I'm so, so, so glad these fucking Creed boys can cut promos. Oh, I'm so glad. I was so worried they weren't going to be able to cut promos, but they can. Oh, thank God. Um, you know, I'm excited for this. I mean, obviously, it's an inevitable kind of split, but um, I am excited for it. I, uh, you know, they they were fired up. They got me fired up, even though I knew it was going to be an eight-man tag. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I like that. I love how fucking Damon can't get a word in edgewise. I mean, he's just the fucking punching bag. I don't know if Sting got karate strong or something, but you know, he, he's he just can't do he's not doing jack shit for this group. Um, you know, then then A Kidsium debuted. And uh I mean, I I remember when NXT 2.0 was like, like the first or second episode when like Dante Chen had this whole entrance and they gave him this whole thing. He's the first Singaporean superstar. And now he doesn't get an entrance and he's losing to fucking <laughs> debut. The and disrespect. The disrespect. He was good, too. Dante Chen is good um, in the limited things that we've seen from him. But no, I mean, Axiom was good. Uh, Wade talking about how the Browns winning is an impossible solution was hilarious. And then being like, oh, mathematics. What if he gets a hole stopped in his chest? Then how is he going to solve it? Oi. <laughs> Thanks, Wade. Um, I don't know how he's going to solve. That's a great question. Um, yeah, no, all I know is that um, my buddy over here, let me just get him out. Um, you know, excuse me. Um, I actually believe that the super kick or thrust kick is not really a finisher anymore unless it is with two men with long hair um, kicking at the same time. So uh, I think that wasn't very believable to me because a super kick is a move that everyone can use. So um, I'm sorry about it. But that's what he thinks. Uh, we've lost Cesar, ladies and gentlemen. We've lost Julius Creed. <laughs> Up next, Super Eichner walking <laughs> to his car, gets approached by a Chick to get a picture. He takes a picture of himself. The and yeah, we got Bretsky, just in the, just in the nick of time. The Chase U bus arrives. Bodie asks if Geo would sit in Chase U section. He says, No, move your bus. It's okay, Brody. What is he, fucking uh, Riddle over here? Uh, Trick and Mellow. Oh, I know Cesar. He's got something to say about this. I was waiting. As soon as I saw this segment, I thought, oh, man, Cesar's going to go for five hours on this one. He's not going to be drunk. Trick and Mellow are back at the barbershop. they still exhausted about the Mellibration. Mellow cuts down all contenders. Trick says, we can count on Grayson Waller. Going to lie. Wesley gonna cry uh trick takes off his hat and the whole room like damn uh toxic a don't care about the winner of the battle royal ivy nile approaches kiana james approaches and alba fire approaches they all tell mandy they gunning for her uh scan the code nah 
Uh, beat down Grimes walking away, pissed off at the interviewer. Joe Gacy approaches. Grimes says, I said not now. Uh, Bretzky, your thoughts on Super Eichner with Chase U, Trick and Mellow back at the barbershop. And your boy, Cameron Grimes. Dude, fucking Super Eichner is an absolute chad for just taking that girl's phone and taking a selfie. Are you kidding so me? It what was so great. Absolute so Chad move. I mean, that is the I I rewound that. That was hilarious. And then the full oh man, the great. It's such a great odd couple matching of Chase U and him. Like that that works great. And I love the fact that the bus just like parked right in front of his car. Like it just and they they're the whole like oh get your hand off there no fingerprints just stupid shit. Yeah, that this was great. Um, and as soon as I saw that, I heard that Chase U chant, I got excited, I got my shirt on, you know, I, you know, I got my alma mater ready, you know, repping my alma mater. Uh, there you go. But, um, yeah, that was great. Um, I think that we missed the tag team title match, by the way, Mangria. Unless uh, that was before right I joined. Yeah, I don't like remember what order that was. Um, yeah, never mind. That, whatever. Um, then what was next? Uh, it was Trick and Mellow back and at Mello's the barbershop. I'm going to reserve my time for Cesar. And then <laughs> it's your boy, Fine Cameron Grimes. Could he be possibly joining Gacy and the Grizzle? I mean, the what the fuck are their names? The dude? They're Schism. Oh, okay. The group is Schism. There we go. Um, Gacy versus Grimes going to be unexpectedly very good match whenever it happens. Um, which I expect it will happen. I'm thinking it's going to be Grimes, like, maybe he's thinking about it. He's got to go to the dark side, but no, we can't. He's got to be gay. You know, he's refusing. He won't go to the dark side. He won't. That, that kind of shit. Um, but no, I think it was a good promo from Grimes. You know, it's really nice to see, like, you know, twi- you know, things in the character where it's not like, you know, just they're always happy-go-lucky, you know, seeing him, like, kind of devolve and it's like, you know, actually reacting to the losses because wins and losses matter. Um so I think that was really good. And, you know, the whole, you know, Gacy getting, again, talking about getting involved in multiple different avenues, Gacy getting involved with him is, re- I think it's good. Because, again, it's one of the established guys from the black and gold. You know, someone that the fans know and they like and they love and someone that they can kind of get behind. Uh, so I think it goes very well with, um, you know, with the Gacy character, with the Grimes character right now. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see where this goes. I, I actually am very intrigued by what's going to happen here. You know, Cesar, I, I cannot wait till a month from probably today when we see Grimes clean shaven. He already is clean shaven, basically. With a haircut like me coming out with a fucking contact be like, my name is Floyd Crimes. <laughs> Floyd Crimes. <laughs> what a, wow, you really busted out the creative juices for that one. Man. Yeah, yeah, Floyd. Sorry, folks. Crimes. I've been drinking. Uh, that's that's my kind of creative for APBW right there. Yeah, you know right there. <laughs> These are Super Icar and Chase U. Thoughts? The best, the best part about the bus shit is like this nigga ain't in a full-ass parking lot. Like he couldn't <laughs> exactly. just back up and drive around. But they were like, uh, look, look here, you German bitch. You don't even have a license, so you're not driving this expensive-ass car that we have rented for you <laughs> to like pose a picture by. <clears throat> no, sir. First of all, they're like, Vince ain't here no more. So, yeah, we're not letting talent drive these uh, all-in-ass cars. That costs too much. That car's sitting right there. The guy who really owns it, he's going to drive away after. 
And yeah, we got all we got all adult Bretsky getting off, and then uh, Brody and his uh, roommate slash slam piece like uh, asking him in the chase you section. I mean, yo, that girl gonna wear him out. I don't know why he's like seven feet tall. She's like five three. That bitch is double. Evil bitches are always short, and those are the ones that are crazy and got the good snapper that you just can't get away from. That's a fact of life. It's street rule thirty eight. You heard it here first, bitch. And these motherfuckers, <laughs> these motherfuckers at this goddamn bullshit ass barbershop that was really a sandwich shop six days out of the week. With them, there's only one Puerto Rican. They fired the other Puerto Rican that was supposed to cut hair. The nigga that used to stand behind Mellow's chair. That nigga uh, gone. Uh, Tony Khan had the future in that. Yeah, 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 he had to fire his ass. Is he gonna show up on dark next week? Get his ass kicked by Stang because he's a Puerto Rican. He got melanin in his blood because he ain't white. I don't know. How you gonna fire a barber, nigga? It's a barber. They work off cash. Not even like they get hours at the shop. How's a barber going? No, he realized his barbershop was bullshit with the black chick sitting there and that other nigga who never gets his hair cut. His shit more fucked up than mine, but he in a barbershop, <laughs> okay? In a fucking barbershop with one Puerto Rican in Florida. I mean, all right, I get it. There's a lot of Latins in Florida, but if y'all really in the hood, why is there only two niggas in the chair, niggas who ain't getting cut? Nah, this should really be one nigga watching like BET Uncut, Chuck cutting hair in the fucking barbershop. There should be a line outside the goddamn door because oh. it take three hours to get your fucking haircut in the hood shop. There should be a nigga in there selling burned DVDs of Thor, <laughs> Love, and Thunder and some shit like that that just came out in the street. I mean, the trailer for Wakanda Forever dropped today. I expect a nigga in that barbershop next time to be selling the whole fucking Blu-ray. 4K Blu-ray, too. I don't know how this nigga had a camera to film 4K Blu-ray, but he did. And he got that shit into a sneak preview of Wakanda Forever. And if he ain't, if they ain't a nigga selling DVDs in this barbershop on the next skip, turn this shit the fuck off. I'm driving down to Florida. I'm burning shit down. Okay? Burning the whole shit down. Then this nigga got twisted his hair. You act like his hair is fucked up. It's twisted still. Somebody had to twist that. Black hair don't twist on its own, nigga. You had to get a perm to get that shit silky in order to twist like that. Even if he took out his braids, shit would be nappy and dry as fuck. That shit looked juicy. That's why them niggas was mad. They're like, oh, damn. We actually don't know how to cut hair. We know, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all paid actors in this bullshit shop where ain't even, ain't even a nigga sweeping up hair. There should be somebody sweeping if it's a real goddamn shop because there's hair everywhere. And these two assholes, is, that's the only time they wear shirts in a fucking barbershop. And they talk about some hoes that they fucked last week in a hot tub. I ain't never seen that much talking, except if I'm watching Black.com as it's a goddamn porno and they got to set up the story, okay? Why is these niggas talking for three segments with some hoes if it's a celebration? And then they all going to be in the hot tub? Shit. Trick had two hoes. Should have been in the back room with that baby oil he threw in uh, Cracker's face. Baby oil in that ass up while Mellow's in the hot tub with the broad tub who can hold their breath the longest. That, then that would be a real skit. You just going to talk and there's four hoes around? There's four hoes around, and y'all just gonna talk. Two of y'all. Y'all probably did it in the pool together, you nasty fucks, switching off hoes and shit. And then what's the part of that? The hoes should have just been naked, ready to go. They should have known what they were doing, but you even gave the hoes lines. How the hoes gonna have lines? Bitch, shut up. You know what you're here for. They go back to that barbershop, though, and a nigga ain't selling DVDs. You guarantee I'm going down there. I'm calling trips. I'm going down there. I'm kicking in the door. I'm kicking Shawn Michaels in, in the slanted eye with a, with a sidekick. And then I'm going to be like, look, look here, niggas. 
I'm only running one segment and I'm filming it. You give me them two darkies and I ain't talking about the hard R's. You give me that sandwich shop and I'm going to show y'all how a hood shop should look while some niggas in the seat talking. And that's all I got to say about that. Sexy drip drip. Uh, Super Eichner. Chase you. Thoughts. I can't follow that up. Let's move on. I can't follow that up. <laughs> I, I thought Cesar ends that with, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> that being said, I have nothing to say on the subject. Up, up next, it's the main event. The Toxic Lounge is set up for the 20 women battle royal for the number one contendership for the NXT Women's Championship. Zoe Stark returns. Holy shit, it's man face. She has returned. Uh, was that the code thing? All right. Yeah, because Wade said it. Yeah. All right. Sleepy Chew in corner with her orange drink. Cora tries to leave, but Ivy Nile stops her. Battle Royal starts. Wade says Ivy Nile looking like Luna Vachon out there. That's actually a compliment. You're wrong. Uh, Chew saved from elimination by her body pillow. Uh, Wade says she is pulling a Kofi Kingston, to which Vic replied, <laughs> a Kofi Kingston. Stratton hits Sleepy <laughs> Chew with her own cup, eliminating her. Uh, there is three minutes left, and a ring full of snizz remains. Electra double-team eliminated by Caden and Katana during the commercial picture-in-picture. Picture. The disrespect. Caden uh, and Katana eliminate Ivy. Ivy yanking Katana out. Nikita takes out Caden. Uh, Paxley sacrifices herself to protect Ivy, which made... No sense. No fucking sense. Uh, Stratton, Nikita, Zoe, and Kiana are the final four. Kiana being the math girl. Uh, Nikita throws out Kiana. Stratton tosses out Nikita. Zoe tosses out Stratton twice. But Stratton hangs on despite a failed skinning of the cat. Third time to charm as Stratton is eliminated. Cora Jade was never eliminated. She tries to bum rush Zoe but gets tossed out as well. Zoe Stark returns and is the winner. It went seven minutes over. Sticks, the main event, Battle Royale. What did you think? Thoughts, sir? That wasn't that bad. I mean, uh, you knew having Cora kind of sneak her way out and then bum rush and get eliminated at the end. Kind of a little anticlimactic, I guess. But, uh, when you when you heard Zoe Stark's music come out, you didn't think she was gonna win, especially with what happened when she got injured. If you didn't think she was gonna win, then maybe maybe think of something else to watch. But uh, it wasn't that bad. I gotta do a different show now. <laughs> You're gonna go back to reviewing fucking reality TV. Yeah, very. Uh, Nikki, uh, you still holding? No. Yeah. No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. We miss you, Nikki Numbers. Oh, hey, Boston's Owens is live. A lot of women got, got TV time. Uh, Electra Lopez getting eliminated in picture in picture. Definitely disrespectful, especially when they came back from commercial and she was in, she was coming out. So very, very, very disrespectful for the lady who's been running the docks for the D'Angelo family. But uh Oh, that was bad. my pick. <laughs> that was my pick because Tony D was so confident. I was like, oh, she's winning. But uh, all don't have that bad of a way to end uh, NXT 2.0 this week. Cesar, 
Okay. All kinds of sniz, 20 snizzes to be exact. What do mm-hmm. you think of the tossing of the sniz? Uh, yeah, I went seven. Yeah, what you said went seven minutes over. I guess they just weren't with the pacing or something, but totally fine. You knew Nikita's thick ass was gonna make it to the end because they're really high up on her. I guess this mathlete bitch, somebody see something, but yeah, that dumb hoe with Ivy now just dumping over, jumping over top rope, eliminating herself. Bitch, you could have went through the middle rope. Mm-hmm. And still fuck both of them up and then, then you know, fight him to the back and then come out later like Cora Jane. Uh, yeah, as soon as Zoe Stark brought her black chested man face having ass out, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, I can get on flat talk really if I really wanted to. Uh, knew that shit was going to happen. They've been promoting the fucking sign thingy and then Wade said it was her. I'm not scanning no fucking QR code. What the fuck does this look like? Y2J or some shit? I got to figure out some countdown clocks or something, nigga. I got time for that shit. So she came out and knew this bitch was going to get the title shot. I'm fine with it. You know, let her come back, get some get some matches in. I don't, I don't see Mandy losing anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. It was a good main event. I mean, probably not the best match of the night because I went to Jamungus Dome and uh, an old Grammy. They showed um, up. I, them. Yeah. I don't know why the Chase you guys showed up so late to the arena. Because even that one Chase you bitch, was she even in the match? I don't even think she No. Was. No, she wasn't. Yeah, the fuck they no, she was somebody? busy in the back getting, uh, you know, getting brodied. <laughs> yeah, well, she's the one probably brodying him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chase, you, well, fucking Andre Chase, you know, takes notes and yells at him if he's doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Wait, did he cuss anybody out this week? No, that was last no. week. Cuss that, cuss that guy out last week. That, shit, that shit's always last week. Stick it in there, Brody. Come on. Yeah. Hard Come on, Brody. She said faster, <laughs> Brody. Get the rotation pumping. Uh, but, yeah, it's fine. So we start one. So uh, we'll see where this goes uh, on Wednesday. Bretsky, your thoughts on the main event battle royale? I disagree that, that they should have uh, put this first. I think this is fine as a main event um, because JD versus Grimes really didn't have much going behind it versus this kind of plays into all, a lot of different stories and, you know, they're trying to make Mandy Rose like on that level. I mean, she is, to quote someone else, that bitch for NXT. Um which I can't believe she's longer than that. She's now the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion of all time. Britsky, no, no, some... no, she's third. Cut the no, shit. I... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, Io still had it longer. Io, Io had it longer. She passed Charlotte, though. Because I, I heard Charlotte, so I assumed, you know. No, no, she, she just passed Charlotte and Bailey. Uh, she's still under Io and somebody else. Oscar. Maybe Shayna? Asuka is the longest reigning NXT Women's Oscar. Champion. Asuka, yeah. She's still under Asuka and Io. So does that mean that Wendy Chu is going to be the longest also at some point? Probably. <laughs> you know, Wendy Chu sucks. But, um, but no, yeah, as soon as Wade saw the toxic lounge, he splooged all in Duke's mouth. Um, <laughs> deep, deep like, but, uh, boy. I mean, it's a, it's a battle royal. I mean, there's only so much you can really do that's new and, like, fun, fighting and whatever. I think they did the best of what they got. I was surprised that Electra was eliminated during the commercial break. <laughs> Disrespect. Disrespect. Um, I do think that the math bitch is doing Dana Brooke way better than Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke back when she was with Titus worldwide. Um, but uh, I do think it could be good. I don't know if it's like championship material, but I think it could be fun, like entertaining. You know, ooh, ooh, ooh. Him and Ron Breaker's team up. Uh, shout out to Titus for no reason opening Raw. Um, man just gets his check, man. Sticks 316. 
Joe Asshole. He WrestleMania, too, with Hulk Hogan. With Hulk Hogan, with Ray Sasso. Get your check, Titus. I imagine, <laughs> Titus. Get your damn check. And he's a fucking Hall of Famer already. All that buffness for no reason. I think he just cuts promos and wears suits all day. He goes, hangs out with kids. And is a great dad. Get your check, Titus. But, um, oh, man. But, no, this was good. I mean, I feel so bad for, like, Tiffany Stratton because, I mean, you know, I think that we kind of always forget how hard it would be to skin the cat, <laughs> especially after all oh, those bitches already on sweats already over there. You know, it's all slippery. I mean, I give her props for. I mean, they they made it work, and she didn't fuck up. Like she didn't eliminate herself. So you know, they saved it. But no, I will say the um this when Cora Jade got eliminated, that was a fucking good elimination. Like she flew. Uh, over that top rope, that was a good elimination. Uh, I'm excited for Zoe Stark to cut a, pro- and then she'll cut a promo, and I won't be excited to see Zoe Stark. Um, but no, I'm excited to see where this goes because I mean, now there's like Ivy and you know, Huxtable, or whatever her name is, you know, going up against the TikTokers. But yeah. also, you have Ivy and Cora, but now also you have Cora and Roxanne, which, by the way, how, how to make a star babyface one-on-one with Roxanne Perez. Um, then you have, you know, Mandy versus Cora, maybe Mandy versus Roxanne, you know, all this shit intertwining, you know, Nikita versus Mandy, Nikita, and like, all this shit. So it's all intertwining. It's all really good shit. Um, I know Zanko was excited that Nikita lasted so long, as, as was every other guy in that room. Um, but you know, I think you know it's a battle royals, there's so much you can do with it, but it was a good main event, it should have been the main event, and uh, yeah, I mean, NXT NXT continuing to deliver even when it's not on its A game, it still delivers. And big ups to Comfy Kingston. No, we're gonna oh, take dude, Comfy break. Kingston is the only thing that could ever get me ex- ex- at all excited about Wendy Chu. And if you don't understand the joke, here's here's what the joke means. No, um, <laughs> it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Time to waste two hours of our life without getting it back. Uh, we're going to do a highlight version of Dynamite or Fighter Fest Night 2. Or Electric three, Boogaloo. Or 3, whatever you want to call it. But um, we're going to go highlights first. We will go with the Great Bretzky 99. What was your highlight of this past week's Fighter Fest? Oh man, I really going into this. I going before I watched, I really was thinking I would say the main event. I was really thinking I would because I was like, you know what? They fucked up the first one. The first last time they did barbed wire mat explosion death match, they, they really fucked it up. Maybe they figured it out. They'll get it right. Love Eddie Kingston, love Jericho, love JAS. Oh boy. Um, my highlight actually is involved in the main event, though, and it's Anna Jay turning heel. Well, uh, because mine too. So you can skip time, save time for that shit. Because the rest of the show, because <laughs> as we all know, it is a, it is Newton's fourth law that heels that are women are hotter. And uh, well, technically, it's the third law of the tripod. Newton's fourth law. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, there's a little discretion there um, of who said it first. I think we said it before Newton did. Um, but, uh, you know, Anna Jay turning heel, I mean, that was probably the most memorable part of the main event, aside from Ty Conti not knowing how to unscrew a deadlock. Um, I felt so bad because in the group chat I have with 2.0, like, we were kind of, like, ribbing on about it. And it was fine. 
Matt, uh, what is it? Matt Menard just goes, he's like, I don't, I, I saw, I saw that was happening. I, my first thought was how the fuck am I getting through these goddamn bars? <laughs> like, I, that, that, I felt bad for them, but no, Anna Jay turning heel. That was like actually out of nowhere. That was unexpected. I didn't think that would happen. Good for them. They're doing it. They're doing real good shit with Anna Jay. Actually. I'm excited for it. That's uh, my well, well, Cesar, do you have anything to add to that? No. Six, what was your <laughs> highlight of Fighter Fest? Cesar, I'm surprised you didn't have this one. It was Sting getting black skeet in his soul. <laughs> Anna J turning heel and getting hotter is way better than anything happening to Sting unless he died on camera. Yeah, but we're going to do this for, for tripod stuff for a while here. I mean, Aleister Black coming out and or Sting coming out thinking he's going to save the day, getting choked out after his crash test, the crash test dummy sidekick got choked out, and Alistair Black <laughs> staring him down and spraying that black skeet into his soul afterwards. Dude, that black mist sucks, by the way. <laughs> Good start on AEW Dynamite. Well, hey, notice, notice, gentlemen, if you will, who was Sting staring down? You said, uh, Malachi Black, right? Mm-hmm. What's Malachi's last name? Black. You can't Black. ignore, damn nigga you can't ignore facts. You know, you can't a, ignore facts. That's why he has a blood feud with him. Mm-hmm. So sticks that 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 specific part was your um because I was oh, yeah, gonna, was, I was gonna say the whole match. Uh, that's the best thing. I was gonna say Darby just getting motherfucking oh. murdered by oh, God. King. My God. He got ragdolled. You know I mean, think, that was that was a real six. I think he gets off on that that punishment. He probably went six to midnight that entire match, getting fucked up. Uh, yeah, then he jerked off to Cora Jade roasting him on Twitter from like a few months ago. The honorable mention: uh, Two Dimes is alive, folks. I know. Uh, yeah, he challenged our man, our boy, absolute FTW champion, Ricky Stocks. Course, um, that was a short match. The real story was what happened afterwards. Uh, let me find that part. <laughs> FT, yep, okay. He gets the mic, he wants another challenger, uh, for the dude in the Wu Tang shirt. Uh, Dan Housen answers, Ricky postponed it till next week, and he did a funny ass it. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, Dan Housen just stands there and points at him, but uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Bresky, but I have come around on old Dan Housen. I know. I can't believe it. Once I saw him debut on APPW Dying Me, I knew that, you know, he was in your good I books. did it first. That was something I wanted to mention. I can show you the timestamp. Everything I recorded was Monday night. So when fucking Ricky Starks was like, I want another challenger. I want another challenger. Anybody, come on, come on. And then fucking Dan Housen's music hit. I was like, motherfuckers, what the fuck? Because you guys didn't know it yet, but I knew it. I was like, how'd they rip me off? I haven't even posted it yet. <laughs> Dude, it's Aubrey. It's fucking Aubrey. She apparently you know it's coming Dan out and she's one behind all the DMCAs. She knew Dan this shit before Stevens, you posted it. Fuck, I'm suing your ass, Dan Stevens. No. Oh, dude, fucking Mark Sterling pops me every time. Smart Mark? Smart Mark Sterling coming out. Don't touch me. I'll sue you. <laughs> touch me and I'll sue. Touch me in all soup, like from Rocky. <laughs> yeah. 
I would like to give um, an honorable mention, though, to Taz on commentary. Like, basically, just <laughs> whenever, like, he would just, like, say random shit, like, you know, if you're if you're watching this and you think this isn't believable, that's one big guy and one small guy. Well, actually, it is believable because it's happening. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> Thanks, Taz. You really dispelled my qualms about the believability. It wouldn't be a tripod without the shout-out of shout-outs to the doctor. The doctor with the line of the night, Cesar. Begs Tony, less Thunder Rosa promos, please. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. The doctor hits it out of the park every fucking time. Well, uh, that's pretty much all the talk I want to do on that fucking show. Uh, if any, if Cesar or Bretsky, if you got any clips or have any thoughts about Death Before Dishonor, uh, go ahead and uh, say what you got to say, Cesar. Did you have uh, something notable you wanted to point out or talk about? Was there a beer cheese moment for you? No, uh, not really. I mean, yeah, the show was good. Uh, when I watched it, when I watched it, I was hella drunk. It was like literally like a.m. and I was drunk as fuck. Uh, apparently, they had a coin flip, heads or tails, which which would start the pay per view or which would end the pay per view. It's either gonna be FTR and the Briscoes or Claudio and uh, Old Boy. And I was like, why couldn't you have them on back to back and just one main event, one right before the main event? Why why would you want one to open, one to close? Why? Because you want to. AEW people to beat ROH people on an ROH pay per view. Um, yeah, no, I guess I guess they're just thoughts. That's just thoughts of the best booker in the world. Uh, you know, and the longest reigning CEO of a wrestling company. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, so uh, you know, I guess that's just the thoughts there. Uh, you know, why 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 would you want that? It's an ROH pay per view. Why yeah? Why not have uh, AEW guys uh, get wins on the opening match and the ending match? Big up to uh, Jonathan Gresham, by the way. Uh, I hope this is not the last we've seen of that young man because my impact. impact. He would be great in impact. That dude, he can go. I loved that match was incredible. Uh, They did did him dirty, though. I mean, Gresham, uh, Claudio, he he needs a title. He, He got the title. But uh, apparently, Gresham and Tony Skeets had some words. They had some words afterwards. He didn't need it that quick, though. It's a double-edged sword. Tony Skeets? Once it's a double-edged a, sword. He gets a new Yeah, no, I agree. He's like a new shiny toy and yeah. uh, gold. Like, John and Gresham winning on that card, like, would just elevate him way more than Claudio winning right away. Yeah. Elevated it would Claudio. elevate ROH, and it yeah. would elevate Jonathan Gresham. Right, basically all that wind. I mean, listen, again, I agree. Claudio needs a championship. He deserves it and whatever. But having all the AEW guys win, like, it just basically said, it was like when the invasion happened and all the WWE guys won. And it's like, well, all right. And, like, to this day, like, if it's a WCW original, like, versus WWE guy, it's like, oh, well, WWE wins. You know, it's like, come on. Gresham winning. Even let's turn Gresham heel. Turn him heel. And have him, like... You know, beat the fuck out, you know, win by nefarious means, and, and he wins. He's still ROH champion. It elevates him, and then maybe the next show you do, you have Claudio, Claudio yeah, win. He can even win by fuck shit. It would have been fine. And he gets DQ'd, wins by fuck shit, just so you didn't give him the belt. And now three-fourths of the Fondless Club have gold. And Daniel Bryan's just been cleared to come back. Oh, yeah. So he's probably going to beat Pop for that international Atlantic fuck shit title 
and then all or the Atlantic title over. that no one from like the Atlantic actually competed for. Yeah, competed for. Yeah, uh, so we'll probably do that, and then therefore all four of them crackers, uh, three of them ex WWE guys will all have gold, and they'll be the the new top faction of uh, AE Dub. That uh, looks like Sticks has got something to say, right quick. They they sorely messed up when they broke up the foundation towards the end of Ring of Honor. It was Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, and I forget the other two that were there. If you could have kept them together, you could have intertwined Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club and the foundation in Ring of Honor. You could have had that, that splinter between Ring of Honor pay-per-views and AEW television. Like what they're doing, like Mangry and I talked about this last night, the whole thing they're doing with Jay Lethal, that's so stupid. But when, when he was in the foundation with Jonathan Gresham and those guys, he was good. It, he was still good. He was he can cut promos. His wrestling was still good. So I think they made a mistake of when they, towards the end there, and of course I understand because they didn't know what was going to happen with Ring of Honor. Like Terry Sulkin basically said, basically told all the guys, I'm releasing you out of your contract, I think at the end of that year. Go where you want. But he should have got with Tony. Tony Khan should have got with him and said, hey, let's bring all you guys back. Bring everybody back. And you could have still had – you could have done like a faction thing because obviously at the end of, of Death Before Dishonor, you had Claudio, you had Cesaro and Wheeler Yuta out there swinging their golden belt dicks out there. You could have had Jay Lethal and – John the Gresham out there, and maybe if you had Lethal beat uh, Samoa Joe, you could have had both of them with two titles. You could have went off with that. But I think they made a mistake of breaking up the foundation because you could have intertwined factions and intertwined that over two promotions. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching the tripod. Thank you, Bretsky, for joining us for, for this week. Uh, we got to <laughs> give our shout-outs. First of all, shout-outs. I noticed sticks. Shout out to that shirt. Another shot, Colin. Private potty. Gotta love that shirt. Uh, shout out, big shout out to Big Vito and the Big Vito yes. brand. Thank you for noticing the tripod. We appreciate your eyeballs on our product. And the OG uh, Tony D. That's right. He was, yeah, he was the Tony D before Tony D. Um, but until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy retirement for now, Vinnie Mac, and big ups to Stallion Pete.